Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. We're closing out the year with our final auntie, Auntie Dimple. I would say... Save the best for last, even though Kalpana might bite my head off now because I said that. Welcome. Thank you. That's so sweet. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. So I wanted you on last in the auntie series because me and you have a unique, weird, common story, except you're on the other side of it. I'm still in it. Right. So you grew up in India. Yes. And you you know, grew up in India at a time where divorce and separation was all taboo, but your parents separated. Yes, they separated when I was about 16 or 17. So older too. Yes. Was it a shock for the family? It was a huge shock for the family and for us too. 
Because it was back in those days, they were separated, but they never really got divorced yes. simply because they were worried about society. Of course. They were always worried if, oh, if we get divorced, who's going to marry our daughter? Yep. What's going to happen about that? No one is going to accept it. So they stayed separated. Yeah. And you are Parsi Gujarati. Yes. My mother is Parsi and my father is uh, Kachi Jain. So Parsis are like Afghan, right? From India? Well, no, they are originally from Persia. Persian, Indian. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they came to India in, in like three boats, maybe six, seven hundred years back. Wow. So now, I mean, we're, we're Parsis. We call ourselves Parsis, but we're Indian. Yes. And you grew up in Mumbai. Yes. So you were 16. Your parents are separated. How did you get into acting, which is so fascinating to me? We're diving right in. Yeah. So um, basically, I was always a very shy girl in school. I could never really be in the spotlight. The only way I got out of my shell was being someone else. Yes. And I got the opportunity in school, in high school, really, which is pretty late, to act in a small, small role in a play. Because my teacher wanted to bring me out of my shell. Okay. And that's when I realized I love this. Yes. And that's how it took off. I started doing the inter-college competitions. And then I started doing theater. I was noticed in theater. And I got my first television show at the age of 17. And you guys can't see us, but Auntie Dimple is stunning. So that Thank helps you. too. To be beautiful. Thank beautiful you. inside and out. So now... Your parents are separated and now you're acting. I can relate a little bit because for me, doing the reality show Family Karma, that's taboo even now. People still judge. What was that like? Did people judge you? Because, you know, in India, even today, in Indian culture or in brown culture, I'll say, being on television or acting, unless you're like on CNN, no one's like, wow. No, no one, no one. <laughs> In fact, it was um, the biggest shock. I grew up in a joint family. So it's it's my dad's brothers, their wives, my cousins. I'm the youngest. All in the same house. All in the same house. So because I was the youngest, I got away with a lot. Okay. So initially when I started, when I started professional theater, whatever I earned, the family kind of justified by giving it away to charity. Yes, because so you're not earning, earning money. money. This yep. is just her hobby. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how it started. Then I did my first ad film, which okay. was a little bit serious money. You know, not just… Yes. What is an ad film for people did, listening? Oh, uh, so I did uh, a commercial okay. for a hair product, Sunsilk. Right. Okay, Sunsilk is like Pantene Pro-V of India. It's huge, guys. Yeah, so I did that. And that's when I realized, you know what? I can buy a lot of stuff with this. Yes. So I spoke to my grandmother and I was like, how about I give half? And I keep half, Yeah, you know, to get what I want. And she was just like, well, okay, if that's what you want. But that's what started it. Yes. And then… Independence. Independence. That's the, that's the key word. I wanted to be independent because by now I knew… My mom and dad were separated and I wanted to, I didn't ever want to be dependent yes. on a man. I never wanted to do that because I did not want to be like my mom was, yeah. it, you know. 
I mean, she didn't want to speak to my dad, but she had to speak to my dad every month to say, hey, the bills are due. Right. I didn't want that. Yeah. It's a lot of people in many different cultures that experience that, you know, exactly. where, you know, we're told as women, you stay home, the man goes to work, but that's changing. But you did it so early on. So it was revolutionary in India, in Mumbai. Yeah. And getting judged. Exactly. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But then slowly that ad firm, then I continued doing the theater. I was noticed and I was offered a television show called Circus. Okay. Which, which is huge. It is huge because one of the biggest superstars in India, Shah Rukh Khan, was the actor in Circus with me. Yeah. When my father, who was in America at that point, found out that I was doing this, he flew right back. Wow. And he came to where we were filming in a small little town. And he said, sit in the car right now. We're going back. And this podcast is called Currently Cringing. Talk about cringe. You're here on set being all cool with one of, at the time he wasn't huge. Now he's huge. But with Shara Khan and you know how it is. There's production people, you know, cinematographers. And then dad comes along. With a teddy bear, no less. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, because in his mind, I'm still 12. Yeah. And then did you go sit in the car? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I just said, no, I'm in the middle of work. Yeah. And he's like, but this is not your job. Your job is to study. Your yes. job is to go to school. And that's when I had the first real argument with my father. And you had money. Yes. And I could tell him, sorry, it's not happening. I'm going to do exactly what I want. It was a shock to him, but he knew at that point, he really didn't have that authority over me anymore. Yes. And on this podcast, we call it, as my mom sits in front of us, training the parents. You push the boundaries as long as you're not hurting anyone or harming anyone or yourself. You're not doing anything wrong. You were just, you know, an innovative thinker for your time. Right. And I was having fun doing what I was doing. Yeah, so you why loved not? it. And you yeah. were good at it. And you kept getting work. It's not like you were doing this and, you know, you were losing money or something. No, you and I was doing great. And I was still going to Xavier's College yes. and continuing with my education, which my mom was very um, determined about. That was yeah. her one condition. You can do what you want as long as you complete your education. And you were smart, too, because Xavier's is one of the best schools, you know, in India. So... I mean, I don't see what you were doing wrong, but I could see how at the time there's a lot of pushback. Yes. When did you start dating? Was it a strict home? Did you live at home and continue acting? I lived at home and continued acting. I lived at home all my life till I got married. So it is basically I was living at home till I was 35. Yes. After finishing the first TV show that I did, I came to America to study. Okay. Because I wanted to formally learn theater. Yes. So I did that. And my dad supported me at that point because he realized if I don't, I'm going to lose her. And he saw your success. Exactly. So he was aware of what I was doing. He just turned the other way. But he realized that I am going to do what I want to do because that's the kind of person I am. Yeah. I didn't date anyone seriously till I was 24. Late Bloomers Club. Yes. 
Yeah. So, just because that's the way we were brought up. Yes. You know, and I ended up dating my brother's very close friend. No one was aware of this for the first almost couple of years. It was like a big hush, 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 hush secret. Yes. Because we're not from the same community. Yes. It would never, ever be accepted. And it was for me, I knew I was already pushing my luck with yes. my family, considering I lived in a joint family and right. I was answerable to a lot of people. And now I'm dating a person that's not from my community at all. Yeah. And that's a big deal even now for a lot of families, you know? Right. So it was a tough one. But eventually my brother found out and that did not go down well. Yes. So that was the second time I had to really take a stand. Fight again. And you were fighting this time for, I guess, love. Yes. Right? Yeah. And now this relationship lasted… 13 years. Yeah. So I can relate because I was in a long-term relationship. And I think what people don't understand, because even my mom for so many years was like, why don't you get married? And when you're a forward thinker and you're making money, marriage is never the forefront, especially in your 20s, I think. And you're in that environment where actors… No one's right. getting married right. till later. Exactly. And what is later? In our culture, later is already 27, you're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. So 13 years go by, except I guess the difference is, I was like, I was with someone really awesome. It just didn't work out and no one made any moves to move forward. To move forward. And the time passed. With you, I think it was like a back and forth. It was a back and forth. A lot of issues happening. Yes, exactly. It was a lot of issues because we came from totally different cultures. His family was not accepting me. My family was definitely not accepting it's him. It's very difficult. I see it, you know, it's on family karma as well. Right. But I would say family is so important to me that if that was a constant issue it would be a deal breaker because it just makes everyone sad all the time. See, that's why you're far more smart than I was. No, I'm not. No, it I'm... is. It's true. I just <laughs> I just got onto a path where I got very stubborn about it. I realized much earlier on, this is not going to go anywhere. Simply because even the person that I was fighting so much for, really I knew at the bottom of my heart was not really worth it. It eventually for me became a kind of game where I wanted to win. And you're a fighter, so you're used just, to exactly just being right. And that's when I really reconnected with my dad because he started pointing out to me that I was choosing the same kinds of qualities in a man that I hated about him. him. Wow. And your dad had the foresight and insight to do that. Exactly. And then when anyone's told, oh, you're just like your mom or you're just like your dad in your 20s, you're like, no, no. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. So you ended it. I kind ended of. it. You walked away. I walked away. Yeah. Now that's what I want to say. After that, that's what no one understands. Moving on, being alone, that's what's tough. Right. And now how old are you? At so this point? I am 49 now. No, and then when you broke up with him. Oh, wait, when I broke up with him, I was 33. Same. So at 33, you're single. Right. And now you're, in our culture, a washed up actress, Completely done. been. Yeah. Yeah. And the only options left for me 
my I was told was a person that was a widower, divorced a with like divorced twenty with kids, children, and I had done it to myself, and there I was. And, and just get it done. Find someone, find anybody, someone, anyone, someone with a pulse. Right, right. So that's that's what I was facing. And I also knew kind of, because all my friends were married, they all had children, they yeah. all had a family. I wanted a family. I wanted children. And I think that's what it comes down to. You, yes. You know, your priorities change. Yeah. And you wanted a family. So then you left India and you moved to America. To America. Because I knew in India, there was no one that I was going to find that I would want to be with. Yeah. With the thinking and the culture, there's always a unicorn. But at that point, you're like, I need to find a unicorn yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then you come to America and you have that horrible limbo phase. We've all been there. Just, just dating trash. Oh, yes. Good dating on paper, like, trash, trash humans. Trash. Completely. Completely. And you get scared. Yeah. And you get worried and you begin to wonder, am I, what am I doing? And no one's helping. No They're one. just setting you up with more like clowns. Exactly. And you're and like, what do people think of me? Like, I'm still only, amazing. Exactly. But here's the thing. They keep telling, they kept telling me, I don't know who you think you are. Exactly. You are 35 years old now. Time is running out of your hands. How are you going to have children? This is an impossible situation. Maybe you, it's the problem is with you. Of course. I was told that like over and over. Even though you were basically in a monogamous relationship for a long time. For a very long which time. Which is what happens, I think, when you didn't date and you didn't do anything. Exactly. I see this story a lot. That's you just cling on to the first person. Exactly. Because you don't know that you should date other people. Exactly. And you sh I encourage people to meet as many. As many. People as possible. as possible. Yeah, because in my situation, I just, I didn't know what I wanted. I knew what I did not want. Yeah. So the only thing I knew was the red flags were, I don't want this. I don't, I never realized what it is that I was looking for. Yes. You know, so that was a, that's because... Like you said, if you've been only in one serious relationship, you don't know anything. Very, you don't know better. You don't know anything. And then everyone's pressuring you, and everywhere you go, you're the single person who's exactly. 35. And oh, you're not acting anymore. Now what? Now what? No. So I had <laughs> I had given myself a couple of years, and then I had decided I'd go back to India and adopt a child. And That's you it. wanted a child. I wanted badly. a child. That that was my purpose of wanting to really get married was to have a child. So then how did you meet your amazing husband now? Because we always have a turnaround on this podcast. Yeah. What's happening? How old are you? So Who set you up? I am now 36. And I had gone to West Palm Beach for my cousin's wedding. And I met my husband at his wedding. Okay. That's where we met. We were introduced. And, um, and again, I was embarrassed to death by the introduction made by my aunt, where she pretty much told me, Dimple, sit down. <laughs> Zubin is a plastic surgeon. You will talk to him. And he's Parsi too. And he's Parsi. So you, this. We're tying this you it. down to this chair. This is it. And I wish you guys could see the smile on Auntie Dimple's face. Like, you're very happy. Yes, yes. Like, hashtag Nuzzer. Let's get yeah. all the evil eyes. But so you sit down, you talk. Yeah. What, what happens there? Uh, we talk. We realize that 
we just like spoke about random things. I felt that there was no pressure and I was just talking to any other person that I would talk to basically at a party. I mean, he didn't allow there to be any pressure to the whole situation. And I didn't find myself in that situation either because I just thought, where am I going to see this man again? We're you know? also like incredible people and we think we're amazing, auntie. Everyone else might be saying one thing. We're like, you're wrong. Yeah. I'm the shit. <laughs> we have swagger. Yeah. So well, So yeah. you went in with your swagger. You're like, I'm hot shit. I'm smart. Who are you? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But then it didn't go that way. <laughs> because I went back to New York. And then you didn't and hear then, from no, him. No, I heard from him okay. when he calls me and he says, Hey, hi, how are you? I'm like, oh, well, he's called, he's called. Okay. And he says, well, I just called to tell you, I am seeing someone oh, right now. And if it doesn't work out with her, can I call you? Typical man stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, what the hell? What do you mean? Can you call me if it doesn't work out? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, you I'm mean the backup? That? What, what, but then I thought, I have never come across a more honest person in <laughs> yeah. my life. That, there are two parts of me that are going on. And so I said, you know what? I really appreciate that you told me yes. this at the very onset. That's that's very rare to find in a man. I love that because yeah. I, in this dating journey, met so many people where they told me straight up after the date, you know what, I think you're amazing, but I'm not ready to have a family or I don't want to get married or, oh, you know what, a big reality. I don't want to date someone on TV. But you know what, I may have been mad, but at least they didn't waste our time. Exactly. Exactly. Which was… Perfect. Um, a year later, I had decided I'm going back to India. I was you done. You were done. I was done. Over it. But to just, adopt your child. To, yeah, to adopt my child, get back to my job. Yes. And, and that's it. And I spoke to my grandmother before leaving. And she is Parsi. So she was on the phone bawling practically, asking me, please just call that Parsi boy one time before you leave. Please. Just and with call our him. ego, you're like, I'm, I'm going to call him? No way. But I, I had my very, very close friend with me. And she said, I will write an email on your behalf to him. By now, I was pretty convinced that he's… Yeah, because I you were convinced. never going to call. No, I would never have <laughs> done either. it. Never. Yeah. So I was convinced he must be married with two children by now. <laughs> Go ahead, do what you want. So she wrote an email on my behalf to him. And four hours later, I get a phone call. And it's Zubin. He didn't waste any time. No, and he's like… Well, you know, this time round, well, we had had a misunderstanding, which yeah. in the beginnings where I had told him, don't call me, I'll call exactly. you. Exactly. Um, and he said, you make the effort. So if you want to try this time, you make the effort. And I guess that's what really perked my interest up. Because now I realize this is not just an easy come, easy go situation. And were you still, as the kids say, auntie, they say simps? simpleton men who chase and, you know, send flowers. And now we're dealing with people. You're like, yeah. wait, what? You're what? not going to do You're that? You're not going to do it? What? <laughs> it's like, what happened? 
So it was more like, a, yes, I a challenge was now. a challenge now. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll come down and I'll meet you. So I flew down to Miami on the 8th of August, 2008. This is a year after not meeting him or anything. And we spoke to each other. I was here over the weekend at the Biltmore. On Sunday, we were having a brunch before I my flight back. And my sister-in-law calls from India, my brother's wife. And she's like, well, I need to know what's going on. Is this going anywhere? You know, you don't have much time to waste. I was like, yeah, why don't you speak to Zubin? Because I, I was done with this conversation over and over and over again. And she spoke to Zubin. I don't know what she said to him, but I heard him say, I wanted to marry her a year back. I'll get married to her in a week. I'll get married to her tomorrow because I like her. And as women, we're like, well, why didn't you say that? Why didn't you say it? Why didn't you... But he's the kind of person that when I told him for, I don't even remember what it was about. Don't call me, I'll call you. He takes that literally. He listened. I made a TikTok yesterday. I'm like, oh, when you fight with someone and you're like, don't call me. And then they don't. Yeah. yeah. They do. You're like, what do you mean? He didn't admit. And I was thinking, like, please call me. Yeah, like call. You should have called. Yeah. Like, but, but that's what happened. And then we... Somehow it just so happened that we had our court marriage on the 26th of August, which is like, what, 10 days? So you got married. But yep. having said that, timing is everything. Everything. Yeah. Look, the timing was right and then you got married. It just so happened. You had yeah. a court wedding. Yes, we had a court marriage. And wedding. I know this funny story because you wanted to be like cool American. So you kissed the bride and you wanted your cousin or nephew to get it on camera and he didn't. No, I told him, Sahil, there will come a point during this court ceremony where they will say, you may kiss your bride. Make sure you get that picture fast yes. because I don't want it retaken. Yeah, retake you want the I real just thing. want it done. I just want it done because my dad is there. You yeah, know, I, I, and I Indian mean, weddings, you don't do that You don't stuff. do that. So it was like cool to yeah. kiss the bride. So, of course, at that particular moment, my nephew decides to put the phone down and clap. Of course. With happiness that, yeah. oh, my aunt's married. Yay. Oh, finally. Finally. She's done. Yay. <laughs> so then you get married and then you have another hurdle, right? Which is where we come in. You have been telling me to freeze my eggs since I, the day I met, met you. you. Yeah. yeah. I finally did, thanks to you. And now you get married and you're trying to have a child. child. But pretty much six months into it, I realized, no, I can't waste any more time. And I said, I need to see a fertility specialist. And Zubin, he's a physician, but he said, no, that's too soon. And I was like, no, it's not. I need to see someone now. We did the IUIs. We did all. What, you did we, a lot. I did a lot. I did a lot. It didn't work. It just didn't work. By then, we realized, okay, there is a problem. I didn't want to do the IVF here because there's no real support system, not the kind that I have in India. Of course. With my whole home, my aunts, my mom, everyone. So I went to India to do the IVF. And what people don't realize when you did this, like when I was doing it just last year in 2020, the doctor was like, this is still new the technology. So when you were doing it, it was still like… Very new. Very new. Very new. So I reached there 
And I thought, oh, this is going to happen. We're going to get the eggs out. We're going to retrieve it. We're going to have the... No. I miscarried four times before it finally happened. So it was not an easy journey. Yes. Which is why I told you and I tell all the young girls Everyone that I listening. meet. In today's day and age, I do understand that women have the option of getting married later in life. And you should. You should do marry only when you're ready to marry. Absolutely. But if you, unfortunately, if you want to have children, there is a time limit. So if by the time you're 28 and you've not met Mr. Right, freeze your eggs. Then you're no rush. There's no sword hanging over your head. Yep. And then and you don't have to make the wrong decisions because you're in a hurry. You know, I lucked out, but yeah, what, some people some people it doesn't don't. work out. Yeah. And freeze early. You know, freeze it took early. You like th- yeah. three years to convince. And then at the end, you know peer pressure. I only did it because my best friend did it, you know, right. and I, I panicked. Yeah. But you've been telling me for years and I should have done it when you first told me to do it, you know, right. because, you know, the number of eggs, it's just biology, Everything. guys. It's science. Exactly. And and if you, I just feel there's nothing wrong in doing it. It's, it's, it, I, this is what I believe. These are eggs that are going every month anyway. Yeah. You're just retrieving them and keeping them safe. It's not like you're depleting your body out of everything. No. You're not. No. So and take I, advantage of science, use it, and 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 have your babies when you want to. And I've told people listening all the time, oh, the money, no. You go on vacation, you buy purses, you go to restaurants, there's payment plans. This is important. This is important. Yeah. There are, yeah. It's very important and this should be a priority. So now you have... Three boys. You have a football team. I have, yeah. Soccer team. Yeah, three boys. And let's not forget, you work. Yeah. I'm a realtor. Yeah. So I work. But you but work I, very hard. I work hard. But I chose to do a job where I could pick and choose my time. Yes. And the fact that I didn't want to be at home. Yes. All the time because kids grow up. And, and that's boys okay. Are, yeah. There's no rules. You know, I worked with some moms, you know, when I was working in New York that they wanted to stay home. And then I worked with some moms. They wanted to work. That really gave them the motivation to be a better mom. Exactly. And so there's no rules to this. No, know? there isn't. I mean, I was at the, the I, I love children. You know this. I yes. love children. I always wanted my own child. I had my children and then I felt guilty because I wanted to get back to work. And I kept thinking, I mean, God's given me whatever I want. Why am I working? Why? Why am I doing this? But then I, just for the sake of my own sanity, I realized I'm going to be a better mom to my children if I do have a job. Yes. You know. And remain independent. Exactly. People need to listen. My mom tells me this. My mom's told me this since I was young. My grandmother's told me, you always need to earn your own money. Yes. Always. You, You need to. You need to have that independence, even if it is then just to... Buy your children something. Anything. Anything. Just do anything. Help someone that you want to help without yes. having to worry about like asking permission. Just just do what you want, basically. And you'll be more respected. Exactly. You, you know? have, you, you even in your own mind, you feel a little more equal. Exactly. In the, in, in the it's not a competition. No. And there's nothing wrong even if one person stays at home. It's a team. Home. It's a team. 
But still, it just it just gives a, a little sense of I don't know what the security. right word is. Security. Yeah. yeah. And now how do you manage all of this? I ask everybody, how do you do it? I don't know how my mom does it to With this an day. Annie. With a nanny. You're like yeah. Tiffany Moon. I yeah. love the honesty. She's yeah. like, Anish, I have a glam squad. Yeah. I have a nanny, nanny? and yeah. a personal assistant. I can't do without her. I mean, I I would… I, I, I love if, the honesty. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. the honesty. Yeah. And I always say, how did you know he was the one? Because I know your personality. And even if he had wanted to marry you, if he wasn't the one in your gut, you wouldn't have, I gone, wouldn't have forward. gone forward. No. So what was it? Everyone's answer is different. What was it for you? I think it was just his honesty. The fact that he's so he simple. There's no, there is no complication about him. He says what he feels. There's no thinking about it. There's no manipulation. He's a very straightforward person, which is what I want. Yes. You know, that, that's, that's, I realized that's what I was looking for more than anything. He's very kind. Kind, honest, especially being in entertainment where everyone's a con artist. Exactly. He's very straightforward and 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 when he he gives in to me a lot, but when things really matter, I know when I have to listen to him because I do respect it's him. It's a team. It's a team. And I do respect that whatever he says, he says for a reason. That trust yes. level. And now there's a lot of people listening, men women, they, whatever you want to identify as, you know, they're going through it. They feel alone. I get so many messages of, I'm trying to date. I can't meet anyone. You know, this podcast is mostly about dating relationships and, you know, life. And what's your advice? You know, during those tough times, what got you through it? Well, I'll tell you this, but as far as dating goes, or even in my journey of trying to get, um, be a mom, um, you keep trying. You Rinse keep, and repeat. You repeat. Don't yeah. stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. And have faith. And exactly. know that it's going to happen. Know that it's going to happen. The thing is that you have to believe in yourself and believe that you are, you deserve it. You're worth it. You're worth it. You deserve it. And you will get it. And if you don't get a particular person you're dating currently, there's always a reason. There's someone better out there. Believe that. Believe that and you will find it. And as corny and cringeworthy as it sounds, I realized for me, all the good things started happening only when I loved myself and I had self-confidence. Exactly. Because people think, oh, you're from a good family. You're look, you look good. You have everything. But you may have all, the thing, all those things. And for me, your inner child think, hates yourself. Yeah, it's true. You so have to. You yeah. need to fix, fix all those negative, you know, thoughts. Yeah. And and believe. Believe that you deserve the best and you will get it. Love that. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story. So many people aren't open. And I love that you are just open because your story is going to help so many people. And I can't wait now. With, I end with every auntie. I'm like, okay, let's go drink now. Yeah, let's go drink. <laughs> and my mom's always sitting in front of us. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. 